Hey, I'm Anna. And I'm Spencer. And, and this, this is Speaking, Speaking with, with the, the Shamries. On this podcast, we will be sharing stories, advice, and conversation about relationships, faith, and everyday life. We hope that this show welcomes you into the Sham Fam and makes you feel at home. Now let's get rolling. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast, Spencer. Woo! <laughs> Episode five! Let's go! Wow, we're already on five. I know. Single. It's crazy. I also have to just warn the listeners that I am extremely tired and I have no idea where this podcast is going to go. So we're just going to kind of see. All right. All right. Here we go. Boom. How what? are we doing? Life update. Hmm. Man, what was... What's been happening? Closed on our house? Yeah! If you haven't listened to our past episode about buying a house, you should. I think it's episode three. And we officially closed, and so now we're just waiting to move in, and we really need to start packing. Yes. Yeah. Luckily, we haven't really unpacked, so at least some stuff's packed, technically. Yeah. A year ago, we moved into our current rental house, and we're going to be actually talking about that in today's episode. But there is some stuff we just never unpacked because life was just crazy busy. And then we got to the point where we knew we were probably going to move. And so there really was no reason to unpack. So some of it is still in boxes, but we still have a lot of work to do, I feel like. Yeah, it'll be all right, though. The reason why I'm so tired is because I started school last week. And let me tell you, the first couple weeks of school, if you know a teacher... Just give them some extra love. Send them some coffee because it is very exhausting. It's just a lot because kids have been off of school for three months. And so you have to retrain them on what school means and how to be a student when all they really want to do is lay on the ground and sleep or play video games. And it just is a lot of work and they're very long days. I know that most teachers work a typical kind of work day. Plus or minus a few hours because I feel like teachers bring work home too. But the actual work of standing on your feet all day and corralling humans, little humans who need you all the time. Sometimes it feels like I'm a mom to 25, (laughs) six-year-olds, which is crazy. I love my job, but it is, wow, exhausting. I've had a lot of people ask me, are you happy that you went to first grade? Because I used to teach fifth grade. And now I teach first, which are very different things. And yes, I'm very excited about my decision. But it has definitely been a learning curve because I've had to re-remember what first graders need. For example, the first day of school, it's the end of the day, and my kids just start packing up their desks. Like, not just packing up their backpacks, packing up their entire desks. All of their belongings that we spent an hour organizing they just pick them all up and put them in their backpacks I'm like whoa 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 you guys what are we doing and they're like we're going home and I was like no 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 your stuff your supplies it stays here at school at your desk I just never thought I'd have to tell a student don't pack up your whole desk but apparently I do so I love a job I love my class they're so so sweet they're great kids and I'm so excited to see how God works this year but I'm so tired Spence, what else do you have to say? Uh, nothing else, really. It's been more more your stuff, so... Yeah. I don't know. Nothing else has been really new with me, so... I feel like we've been doing things to kind of savor the last moments of summer. 
it's this weird thing where I start school earlier now than I normally or than I used to. So August 22nd was our first day. And that to me feels like the start of fall, which could launch me off into another side tangent. I love fall. Okay, that feels like fall, but it's still warm outside. Mm. So that has just been weird. So I feel like we've been in this weird balance of like, we want fall to be here because we're excited about football, which actually, speaking of feeling like fall, having fantasy football draft on Sunday. That that, was your big life event. That was, well, not a big life event, (laughs) but that was my like, that was one of the things that I'm like, oh, you can tell the fall is coming because fantasy football draft happened. So. And Starbucks came out with their pumpkin flavors today, which, hello, it's August 30th. So I love fall and I love pumpkin a little early, maybe, but my body's just confused because it feels like it's fall around us. But then also I walk outside and it's 85 degrees. So I don't know what's happening. It's been a yep. weird time. Weird yep. time to be alive. <laughs> Any other life it's, updates, Vince? Uh, no. Not really. Everything's been kind of the same other than that. For my for myself personally. So you Do you wanna come teach in my class? I'd love to. You can come experience the chaos of first grade. I would love to, but not. Like I wouldn't actually want to. I'd love to just like take them out to recess. Yeah, recess is that'd be fun, but like actually teaching them, like if you're like, Hey, go teach them this math lesson. Be like, I'm good. I'm good. Teach them how to read. I'm good. Go outside and play with them. Okay. I'll do that. That's the other difference. When I taught fifth grade, it was like, week one, here we go, multiplying fractions. Week one of first grade is, let's count to the number 10. It's awesome. Anywho, we need to get into today's topic before I fall asleep. Today, as we prepare to move out of our rental house, we are talking about our rental house adventures because boy, a lot of things can really happen in a year. A lot of things that we're not even going to mention today, but we're going to hit some of the highlights. (laughs) Um, Let me preface this by saying we currently live in a really cute farmhouse that was built sometime in the 1800s, and we really do love it. It's beautiful. It's cute. It's quaint. It's cozy. We live near a farm where I can walk and see goats and pigs all the time. We're two minutes away from Meyer, which is our local grocery store. And there's a lot of things that have been great about this house. It's been a real blessing in a lot of ways. However, we have just had some weird adventures that have happened, and we're here to talk about them. So it's kind of like silly story time with the Shammerys. Yes. Okay, Spencer, why don't you talk about what happened during our very first week when we moved in regarding the keys? Which Oh, okay. I was going to say which part. Oh, the yeah. There's already... two parts. Oh, let's talk about the critters first. The critters first? Because that okay. happened first. So this all happening in the same week. Well, so we, we move into our house and, you know, we're getting everything packed up. Or not packed up. We moved everything in, getting everything unpacked. And we go into the basement and we see... And that my that sound effect means little critters like mice, and I was like, oh, nice. I've never had never seen mice in a house before, so yeah. So like basically, our basement is just like, yeah, it's a Michigan basement. Which for those of you that don't live in Michigan, it means that there's just pretty much nothing down there. It's just like rock and, and then, like a crawl space and yeah. So mice were, you know, coming in and out of that, and we're like, that's awesome. So we go out and buy sticky traps, and yeah, Anna's dad actually placed a few down there, set them up, 
And we're like, all right, and put a little Snickers bar right in the middle of it. So we're like, okay, we'll just we'll see if these guys come out to eat the Snickers. And so, you know, the next day I, uh, you know, come home from work and I go down to the basement. And I'm like, oh, should see how the mice are doing. And I go down there and there are four, not one, not two, not three, but four Ugh. baby mice stuck on the trap. They were basically dead. Except, like, you could see, like, one of them breathing. That is so sad. Yeah, like, they were, like, its eyes were closed, but you could see it still breathing a little bit. Oh, Spence, this feels like too much detail. No, no, no. The creepiest part, though. So, we went to the dollar store, because I'm like, I did not want to touch that trap or those mice at all, because it was literally, like, covering the trap. So, we went to the dollar store, got this, like, scoop to pick it up, and so I could put it in the bag. Well, I accidentally, so, like... The space that the trap was in, it was, like, in between this big wood, this big piece of wood, and the wall. And so, like, the scoop, like, just fit in between it. And I accidentally, like, poked one of the mice with it. And it goes, It, like, made a noise, and it, like, squirmed. And I was like, ah! I, like, freaked out and dropped the scoop. I was like, oh, that's so disgusting. But finally, I manned up, and I finally... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> got it in the scoop and got it in the bag and threw it out in the dumpster. So that was that. But um Were those the only mice we actually caught in the trap? Yes. Those were the only mice that we really well, we saw the big mu- the big mouse like before even those babies came. Oh yeah, because so what happened was Spencer and my dad went into the basement the first day we moved in and someone had already put traps down there and there was a dead mouse in it. And my dad saw another mouse, like, come up to sniff the dead one. And that's how they knew, oh, there's actually more. And someone had seen one, like, running out in our garage. So we knew, like, there wasn't one mouse. There were, like, quite a few. And after that, our landlord was awesome, and he got an exterminator to come. And we haven't had a lot of mice since. We haven't had, like, any really. Well, I Except outside. Yes, which that's okay. They can stay outside all they want, like... So all the traps were set up in here, but he was like, the trick is, for all you uh, people that have any mice problems, they set up these boxes outside, like a few boxes, like around the house. Like bait boxes. Yeah, like bait boxes. So basically the mice go in there, they eat the they eat the poison, and then they get really thirsty when they leave, and so then they basically die. They go to find water. And die. Away from the house, which is the goal. You don't want to have stuff that brings them into the house. Right. And I haven't seen a mouse inside since we got those boxes out there. We've seen one or two, like, run into the trap. And then this part was very disturbing. For the record, I hate mice. I don't even know how many things there are in the world that I hate more than mice. They freak me out so much. And I think I'm justified here because I have childhood mouse trauma. Because growing up, I slept in a loft bed very close to the ceiling, and I would hear them scratching in the attic at night, and I thought they were going to break through and get me, like Ratatouille. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, it's terrifying. And I watched the Nutcracker musical, which I love when I was little, but there's giant mice kings and mice creatures that wake up and try to kill Clara and the Nutcracker. So you can understand why I'd be a little freaked out about mice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when you first found out about them, you literally wanted to put boxes in front of our door. And I was like, okay, yeah, those here's are not why. Gonna do anything. The mice will just go right through it, but it's a sense of security. So the basement door leads, 
<clears throat> oh, excuse me, into our bathroom. And there's a crack, like a couple inches between the door and the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, if some little mouse just creeps through this crack and gets into our house, I'm going to lose my mind. So I put cardboard boxes up against the crack just so I couldn't see the crack. And eventually I got over my fear and we moved the boxes. I just needed more separation somehow from the mice, even if it didn't make sense. Yes. That was awful. I hated. I don't like rodents. Yeah, we haven't had problems since then, though. So it's been a while. Oh, I was telling my story, though. Oh, yeah. What happened after that, like several, it was probably a couple months later. I got home from work and Spencer wasn't home yet, so we were on the phone. And I like got out of my car, out of the garage, and I was kind of distracted because I was talking to you, Spence. And I went to our doormat right outside our house, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I stepped on something. And I lift my foot up, and I kid you not, I stepped on a mouse that was already dead, lying on our welcome mat. Like, it was there to welcome me. And I was freaking out, and I had to step over it to get into our house, and I was afraid it was going to jump up and come alive and come into our house. That part was gross. So we did see more. Yeah. That was a bad I encounter. Wanted, I still want to know what, what, what that mouse's story was. Because I wonder Ooh. if it like got to the... the I, I have two things. Because I think it was colder. So I wonder if it, it either froze to death. Or it got into the bait box thing. And that's where it ended up. But it was so weird how it was like... On the welcome mat. I don't, I don't get it how creepy. it... creepy. I don't know. It's... Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But okay, so that's like chapter one. That's the first thing that happened. The second thing that happened also happened during the first week that we moved in. And Spencer and I might have slightly different stories of this event, but I will explain it as objectively as I can. No, we have the same story. It's just (laughs) one of us is right about whose fault it was. Babe. (laughs) Okay, it's both of our faults. That's when we come to the conclusion. Okay, so what happened was we got a lot of keys that came with our house that looked identical and our landlord had told us that there were multiple copies of the house key. So I found the key that had multiple copies and I assumed that was the house key. And it kind of was. Some of the copies were, but I didn't notice that a couple of the copies, they looked identical except for like tiny little parts on the actual key. Um, I don't know how to explain this well without a visual. The, the most of the key looked the same except for like one or two little parts. The rest of the keys like for the shed and stuff looked completely different. And they were color coded. Yeah. Yeah. And so I gave Spencer what I thought was a house key and I took a house key and mine was working and I normally would like come home before Spencer. So I would unlock the door and um, the first night, Spence, you had a fantasy football draft when we moved in and your key wasn't working, but you kind of assumed, oh, it's kind of a janky door. Like we live in this old farmhouse. So I just came and opened the door. We didn't really think anything of it. And I didn't realize that Spencer hadn't tried to use that key again, which I should have asked about. Thank so you. I'll admit that Thank I was you, wrong Because here. you always came home before me. So I never, I was like, oh, we can, like, yeah, it didn't work, but I'm not, I don't want to figure this out right now. So that literally, this is the first week that we move in that Friday. So it was like five days later, we had a cousin's wedding. So we went to the wedding. It was awesome. Great time. And then we get home and I didn't bring my keys because Spencer was driving. So I thought, oh, I don't need my set. And he tries to put the key in the door and it goes in, but it's like not doing anything. Like he can kind of turn it, but like nothing's happening. And then I was like, 
uh-oh, what if that key actually goes to something else? So you turned and tried it in the garage door and it opened that door. And we were like, oh we don't God. have a key to our house. And we hadn't put the spare key in the emergency lockbox yet. And so I'm just going to be honest. I'm not proud of how I have handled the scenario. I think I was very emotionally exhausted because school was busy and we had just moved in, which if you know, moving, it's really stressful. And we were after a wedding, so I was tired. It was just a long day. And I think I cried. Did I cry? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you cried. You, yeah. I was like, your job is to provide for us and you can't even get us in our house because we were also very newly married. And I was like, you're supposed to take care of me. And you, you locked us out of the house and you just need to fix it. I remember that. I just kept saying, you just need to fix it. And I was like, what do you want me to do? So we, well, we, we looked like burglars because we went around the whole house seeing if any... Like any door or window we had left open. Yep. Nope. Nothing. So that house was secure that night. Very secure, which made me feel good. The other problem is that we were leaving on vacation for the next day. We were just going up north. Yeah, but we like needed to pack and like get our stuff. I was like, we're never going to get our stuff. I was like, Anna, we're going to get our stuff. No, we're not. So like, oh, what did I do? Man. Well, I called my mom crying. <laughs> and we went over to my parents' house, who don't live super far away. And we spent the night there. Yeah, that was a great time. And then, thankfully... Oh, the other problem was we had been trying to get a hold of our landlord and he wasn't answering the phone. So we were like, we have no... <coughs> oh, my goodness. Well, because we knew he had a spare. Yeah, we were like, we have no no way to get in tonight if we can't get a hold of him. So that's why we went and spent the night with my parents. And then, thankfully, we were able to get a hold of him the next morning and we got the spare key and we're able to get in the house. And immediately, we put the right key in the emergency lockbox and got the right key for you. Yes. That was such a bad night. That was terrible. I was just so scared. I was like, we're gonna have to break a window and... Yeah, I didn't wanna do that, but... So, all in the first week, we move in, excited, newlyweds, ah, we love living together. And then there's a mouse infestation and then we get locked out of our house. Okay, moving right along. The next thing was probably what happened in Thanksgiving. Was it Thanksgiving the next thing? I think so. Yeah. Well, you see, we have this futon. That was free. That was free. Great looking futon. It is really cute. The durability of it, a little questionable. Um, But, you know, (sighs) yeah, it was just great. But so there we are, Thanksgiving morning. And we're just sitting there. Anna made a great breakfast. And this was like our first big holiday together. Yes, yes. As a married couple. So we're sitting there eating breakfast, drinking our coffee, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, just having a good time. And then all of a sudden, boom, our couch, the one side just gives out and just completely breaks. So all of a sudden, we're like halfway on the floor, like the literal ground. Yes, with but I I saved the food so don't worry the the yeah, food was great yeah that's true it didn't the, 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 the coffee didn't spill coffee didn't spill the food was great so we just kind of laughed about it we're like nice so yeah that was fun our couch just broke luckily Anna's dad was very, shout out very to helpful. Steve Raish yes he fixed our 
futon, and it is completely good. It has not had any issues since. So that was fun. Yeah, what a great Thanksgiving morning. (laughs) Well, folks, the holidays only kept getting better because then, oh, oh, this was that same. (gasps) Wow, I'm realizing everything happened so close to each other. So we had Thanksgiving. Our futon broke, but my dad was able to fix it. And then that same weekend of Thanksgiving, my family always goes and gets a Christmas tree. And so Spencer and I, again, we're newlyweds. We're so excited to do all of the holidays together. We go to this Christmas tree farm and cut down our tree. Spencer was amazing. So rugged. Like a lumberjack. Thank you. And he cut down our Christmas tree with his bare hands. No, he had a saw. (laughs) How could I cut it with my finger? Yeah, you just thought, great. Yeah. So then we load it up, put it in our car, bring it back. And Spencer, you... You did not grow up having live Christmas trees, no. is that right? No. My family always had a live Christmas tree. There was one Christmas. Let me back up. The Christmas trees normally give my family very bad allergies because we're all allergic to seasonal things or trees and stuff like that. And so every year we get a live Christmas tree, it enters our house and my sisters and I and my mom would be like sniffling and blowing our noses and not feeling good. So one year my mom was like, maybe we should just get a fake tree. And we protested so hard because real trees, they're just, they're real. It's the scent. It's the feel of the pine needles. It's, it's just so different than fake. A fake tree, you can just tell. Ugh. So I was like, in wow. this marriage, we are having real Christmas trees. But if you have a fake tree, it's okay. Mm, it's... Your Christmas is fake. <laughs> Hot wow. take. Ouch. Anywho, let's just skip on past that. So we got our real tree, and I was so excited. Like, oh, Spencer is finally going to get to experience this tradition. It smells so good. And we brought it into our house, and we had a tree stand. Here's another theme that I'm noticing. A lot of our stuff is borrowed or used, which is great. We are so thankful to people that have given us their stuff. But that doesn't guarantee quality. And so someone had given us a tree stand, like a Christmas tree stand, that was quite old. I mean, it looked really old, but it's like a good brand. We figured it'd be sturdy. Used it for 20 years, never had issues. Yeah, so we thought, oh, this is going to be great, awesome. And um, that day that we brought the tree home, we were going to a Christmas concert for King & Country. Amazing, if you've never seen them. They're just great Christian group, do an amazing Christmas performance. Drummer Boy, so good. Wow, I'm getting on so many tangents. I'm so tired. (laughs) Okay, back to the story. So we're like on a time crunch because we have to like get ready and get dressed fancy and go downtown and go to this concert. And so we like hurry and bring the tree in. And it's really hard to center a Christmas tree when one person's like holding it and the other person's trying to like put the screws on and you can't see if it's straight or not. So it took us a long time, I feel like, to get it straight. And finally we were like, okay, we just need to be done and we we really have to go. So we put water at the base because it's live, it needs water. And we go and get ready, and then I come back out, and I notice that there's, like, a big puddle of water on the floor, <laughs> on the wood floor. And I'm like, that's weird. Did I, like, miss when I was filling it up with water or something? No! The stand had holes in it! Wasn't that the problem, right? Oh, yeah, the, some of the metal was, like, just so worn rusted. out. It was rusted. Rusted, yeah. And so... It was just thin, and so water was just leaking all over the wood floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to go, but we cannot leave it this way. So we dragged the Christmas tree 
in the I think it was still in the stand. Yeah, no, we didn't take bad. it out. No. In the broken stand, we dragged it out onto our porch because we figured if it leaks, it's better on the porch than on the wood floor. And we just left it there Did in we? a broken stand. Yeah, remember we put all those towels around it? But we put it outside? On the No, on our tiled porch. Oh, oh that's right. And so we, in this, so it's this giant Christmas tree in a stand. It was so hard to even get through the door. Like pine needles are literally flying off as we're shoving it through the store. And then we leave it leaking water all over the floor with towels draped around it on the porch. And we were like, we have to go to this concert. We're just going to leave it. And I was so sad because it's our first Christmas and I just wanted this amazing moment. And now there's water. The cool thing is now I can look back on all these moments and laugh. I probably didn't laugh at any of them in the moment. Nope. (laughs) And so then we had to go out and buy a Christmas tree stand, which ended up working out great and problem solved. But... It was kind of a messy 24 hours. Yeah. Concert was and great, though. we still had pine needles everywhere until, like, a couple weeks ago. I just keep finding them on that porch. And, yeah, it's mostly that porch you where we left it. a couple it. weeks ago? Yeah, when I was vacuuming. Wow. Because sometimes I would work out out there. It's, like, an indoor porch, and I would get poked by the needles. Oh, I used to get poked on the futon. Just, like, if it stuck to your clothes, I'd be like, ow. Like, what, did I, what poked me? Oh. Just a pine needle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there were pine needles on the futon. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So there were a lot of needles literally everywhere. Are we still going to get a real Christmas tree? Yes. Yes, we are. It did not ruin the experience. We are not shaken. We are real Christmas tree people. But now we have a stand that we know works. All Um, right. Oh, I was going to say, we'll be, and we'll know what to do for this next time. We'll know. We won't have a broken stand. We know... We'll have a bigger door hole to fit through. Yep. Probably so. And it's gonna be so great to have that that um that Christmas tree in front of our big window. I know, you guys, room. in our new house we have like a perfect window. One of the things that there were a lot of things that I liked about this house, but our real estate agent was like, Imagine by this window you can put your Christmas tree and I was like, Sold, let's buy this house. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was the selling point. Yeah. So that was really, really yeah, just sweet and special, and we're excited. Um, so all those things happened. Mice getting locked out. The futon. The Christmas tree stand. Then, this past winter, do you want to explain the next story? Yeah, so we're sleeping, you know. I think it was, a, and luckily it was on a, on a weekend. Like, luckily it was like a Saturday morning. So, very cold Saturday morning in the winter, and it's about 5 a.m., and and, we, and and I hear like a little bit of rattling and we're like, what is In the basement. That? Yeah, we hear a little bit of rattling in the basement. We're like, oh, that's weird. But we're like, oh, maybe it's just like the heat kicking on or I don't know, something. So we just kind of ignored it. And then, it, and, but then the rattling stopped for a few minutes. And then all of a sudden a few minutes later, you hear boom, 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 boom. And then just dead. Like you just hear something die and you're like, oh no. Our furnace just died out. And this was in January, February, Uh, in the middle of winter in Michigan, which is cold. It is really cold and snowy. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm like, that sounded definitely like the furnace. And so, yeah, we could definitely feel it getting colder in the house. And we're like, well, we should probably uh, let our landlord know. So we called him up and um, him and another guy came and took a look at it. And they're like, yep, it 
It is shot. And it was old. Do you yeah. remember how old? Like 20 years? Something. 15, 20 years. I think it, it was at least 20. It's so big, it had it been around a, big one, a long though. time. It's a big one, though. Um, but, yeah. So, basically, they, they said they could get it temporarily fixed um, for now. But the house got down to what at one point? I don't know. But it was so cold, you guys. I was literally in my winter coat underneath blankets with my like hat and gloves on and finally I was like Spencer we need to leave and like go to a coffee shop or something for a couple hours because like I cannot be in this house I think it, it is got to, like, so the, cold I think that's like the upper 50s right like mid to upper 50s is what it I think it was low 50s low 50s? I think it was about 50 yeah it was Which, so cold when you're inside like in a house like 50 degrees is really not good yeah so that yeah so luckily yeah it so might have, have been colder than that I have a text from the guy that he told me. I feel it like it might have been colder than fifty. Yeah, I can't remember. But it was freezing. Like even I know I don't get cold very easily, but I was freezing. So so yeah, but luckily the guy worked on it and we went to a coffee shop while he <laughs> worked on it and then we came home and our house was warm again. So that was uh and it was, like, pretty blizzardy that day, too. Yeah, I remember you, like, having to scrape off your car and stuff that day. Yeah. Well, that's when we had breakfast with my parents, mm-hmm. too. So, yep. All that to say, this house has been great, and we like it a lot. But we've had just so many adventures, and I know we will in our next house, but I think we're ready to move on. It's been good for a year, but we're ready for our our actual house that we own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be so, another chapter. Hopefully those stories entertained you and you got some laughter from what was our pain in those current moments. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up with our table topic question of the week. I feel like this is a very classic um, table topic or like conversation starter. But our question for the week is, if you could hang out with a celebrity for an entire day, let's say 24 hours, who would it be? Oh, you want me to go first? Sure. Okay, this question was... We actually put a lot of thought into this. We were talking about it on our walk tonight. We love our evening walks. And my answer is very different between just like meeting a celebrity and hanging out with them for a day. There's a lot of people I think it would be cool to meet. But if I'm going to like hang out with them, like take them to the coffee shop and go shopping and hike and stuff like that. That's different than just who I would meet. Mm-hmm. So I came up with two people. I couldn't just pick one. My first one is in like the Christian sphere. So if you know Ann Voskamp, she's like one of my spiritual heroes. She's a beautiful author. She's written 1,000 Gifts, if you've ever read that book, or The Broken Way the greatest gift. I think that's her Christmas one. She just is so wise and I just feel like our personalities would really get along and she's a beautiful writer and she really loves Jesus. So I would love to just like take her out for coffee and like, or sit down at breakfast and just like learn from her and like go and like sit by water, like a stream with her. It'd be so peaceful. It'd be a great day. So that's answer one in Voskamp. My second one Okay, other sphere would be Sean Johnson East. And I feel like some people might not know who she is anymore. Like, people younger than us maybe don't know who she is. But growing up, she was the gymnast I would always watch in the Summer Olympics. So I was like, wow, you are amazing. You are so talented. And I watch some of her YouTube videos now that she does. She's married to a football player. And she is one of those people that 
I know you can't 100% know on social media if someone's being real and genuine or not, but she really seems like the real deal. Like, when she, like, talks and shares about her life, I just really feel like she's telling the truth. And she's just, like, a beast of a person. She's so cool. She's so strong. She's a mom. And I just would love to hang out with her. I don't even care what we do. We could go shopping. We could go go to a backflip. No, I can't do that. We could go get massages. We could go to a movie. I don't care. I just would think... I think hanging out with her would be so fun. She's such a cool person. Nice. All right, Spence. So mine, I feel like there's a ton of different people. Like, yeah, and kind of like you said, I was thinking through, like, all these pe- all these celebrities. And I'm like, oh, I would love to do this person, this person, this person, this person. But I'm like, yeah, hanging out with them, though. That one kind of stumped me a bit. But, and I know some people are going to be like, really? But, so I technically I have three but two of them are, like, from the same. So, the guys from 21 Pilots, my favorite band, Tyler Joseph and Josh Dunn, if I could hang out with them, like, that'd be awesome. Like, they just seem like guys that just, like, one, they're super musically talented, and two, they're just super chill. Like, they seem just, like, yeah, they're celebrities, but they just seem like normal dudes who just like to have fun. And I don't know. They're just, and they're just very unique, too. Like, they're always just, I don't know, they're always just goofy and um, messing around and stuff. And I feel like that would just be a lot of fun to just hang out with them for the day. So, and I love their music, obviously. Um, and they're from Ohio. They are from Ohio. Go Buckeyes. It's one of the few things about Ohio. That, that you like. That's okay. So, yes, they are from Ohio. But, yeah, so them two, yeah, I, I mean, I could do them separately, too, but... I feel like them two together would be pretty fun. But then my other person, um, and I actually just kind of came up with this on a whim, but is Trey Kennedy, the YouTuber comedian. He's just so funny. Look up his stuff, you guys. Look up Trey Kennedy impersonating a middle schooler. It is gold content. I could watch him play that role for hours. It is so spot on and hysterical. Yes. Like, he just seems like a very, like, I feel like I tend to go towards the goofy people, but he, yeah. Like, literally, I would just make YouTube videos with him all day. I would do that, for sure. Like, if he's just like, all right, we're going to do this, do this video right now, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Like, it would just be so much fun. We were supposed to go to one of his shows. We bought tickets, and then I had COVID. Bum, bum, bum. Like, tested positive the day we were supposed to go. That was really sad. Yeah. Okay, but you would hang out with him. Yes, I would hang out with him. He'd be a lot of fun. His his crew is cool too, but specifically him would be fun to hang out. So we would love to hear your answers. So comment on our Instagram post, send us a message, text one of us if you have our number, and you never know, maybe we'll give you a shout out next week. Ooh, you can even call us too to say. Yeah, phone just, calls are great. Literally, literally, just call us to say I want to hang out with a celebrity, and then just hang up. No, like have a real, I want to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, you, you are talking to them. And then you just say, okay, bye. What kind of I'm phone totally calls do you joking. have? I'm joking. I'm going to try that sometime. I'm going to call you and just say like one word and hang up. Okay. What would you say? I don't know. Maybe that'll be it's our next table talk moment. question. If you were to call somebody, what's that <laughs> one word you would say to them and then hang up? What a weird question. Have to be a special word. 
And it can't be hi. Like, <laughs> that's a typical, oh, just say hi and then hang up. No. no All right. We'll think on that. All right. On that note, it is time for us to go to bed. So we hope whatever time of day it is for you that you are having an awesome day or night and that your life is just going well and that you've enjoyed listening to this episode. And we'll be back next time. Yes, we will. Adios. Adios.